I'm Dan. And uh, I forgot what I said next. Dudes after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day, like how I go around collecting chicken bones. You know people just throw away their chicken bones? When people can collect them up, put them out to dry, uh, you know, let the earth earthworms eat all that excess flesh off there, and then you just bleach them out in the sun, make cool little necklaces out of those things. You can sell down down at the corner. Uh-huh. The uh, French Quarter? The French Quarter. Okay. Corner. And where they pay a premium because, you know, voodoo magic and stuff. Voodoo or hoodoo? Because I think they think are, are not Mr. the same. Big stuff. Are they not the same? They're not. Which one's got the doll? Well, maybe both of them. Well, now I'm still confused, but I make a hefty, hefty profit. Because I get them for zero dollars. Well, okay. I hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Into the necklace Let me tell I you a little something $6. about math, Brooks. Yeah. When you spend money on a hobby and then you get money that equals more than the money that you spent, you're not allowed to talk about it on this show. Ew, that's my network podcast. We only talk about things that we waste money on. That's a good point. Never get it back. Ever. Oh, okay. All right, like my children. I, that's why I talk about yes. my children all the time. <laughs> yep, you're never getting that money back. Uh, what's happening, Dan? I, I've been excited about uh, making my truck run. You know, I had that fiasco with the battery a while back. Dan has turned everything into fiascos. <laughs> it's like I had a dead battery. So anyway, I changed the battery. It works now, but I uh, I changed the oil. I I since I bought this truck, I have gone from ninety nine thousand and something miles to ninety nine thousand and something miles. So you put it, on hundred miles. It maybe? was it was time to change the oil. Turns out it was probably time to change the oil when I got it. Okay. Or, well, anyway, I changed the oil. And then I was like, man, that back tire looks splashy, looks low. And so I went and I checked all the tire pressures and, oh, man, I looked inside my door, yeah. inside the door jam where it tells you what your tire pressure is supposed uh-huh. to be. Front tires, 35 PSI. Okay. Back tires, 41 PSI. A little bit heavier in the back because uh, you might be hauling something back there. Who knows? But I did it. And then I drove it around after I changed the oil and put air in the tires it felt like it's got more pep. Like Ooh. when I push on the gas, it goes more. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ride felt better. Like it wasn't as, ru- uh, as it was a better ride, less bouncy. less rough, less bouncy, whatever. And yeah, I think through the wintertime, cold weather, air seeps out or something. Sure. Magic. Yeah. Remember 15 years ago when you'd hear like uh, things on the radio for putting Nas was it Nas? Nitrogen? Nitrous in your, in your tires? In your tires instead of air because the molecules are bigger than oxygen or so smaller. There's uh, more some, consistent. Uh, there's some sort of non volatile um, gas that they put in, in tires. And you can go somewhere and get it. You get your tires filled up and it cost, doesn't cost much money. But you got to go to a place that has a special machine. 
because you got to have pressurized whatever this gas is. It's not like you can just throw a compressor and, you know, because the air is in the air, you know? Compress some nitrogen. Yeah. I suppose if you had a giant room with this gas in it, then you oh. can just throw your compressor in there, but you don't. Might explode. <laughs> well, that could also be very bad. I remember they also had green valve stem caps when you went to this place and got filled up. Oh, just so that everybody would know. Everyone would know that it wasn't just plain old oxygen in there. Hmm. I wonder if it smelled. There's a distinct smell to air that has been riding around in a tube for a two, couple of years. <laughs> yeah, you the know smell, that smell of rubber off-gassing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got my oil change. I did not do it myself. You did your own oil change. Just just in the truck. I Normally, I just take it up to what used to be oil can Henry's, but, you know. I had realized I hadn't got my oil change since I went on my, before I went on my road trip in 2019. Oh. It has been. Oh. I was 10,000 miles over. So, at 15,000 miles. I was, Yeah. <laughs> I was I had driven fifteen thousand miles since the last time I got my oil changed. Okay. You know what? They didn't even mention it. Yeah. They changed the oil. You think I've had cars where they're like, Ooh, that is some black, black oil. Yeah. Glad you came in. But like since I've had a Toyotas, they're always just like, Well, looks like oil. Did you also you have full synthetic full in there? synthetic full synthetic supposed to go for much longer yeah right i i don't trust it it says like 10,000 but i still do the 5,000 yeah i i don't trust that 10,000 kicking that can down the road yeah i assumed i'd feel a difference in driving yeah. i got a they did say hey it looks like you could use a serpentine belt Okay. And if you want us to do that, we can do that today, and it'd be $100. Yeah. And I know a serpentine belts are like 30, 30 bucks. bucks. Yeah. So they were going to do something for $70. It'd be a lot easier for them to do it. It would take them two minutes. It would take them a couple minutes. But the thing is, I've been hearing this sound for probably three or four years, this mild squeaking sound. Not crazy squeaking. Uh, it is a pulley that needs to be replaced. Oh. Sometimes causes a belt to wear out. So that's wearing your belt out. So you should replace this pulley at the same time. At the same time. And that'll be happening mm, sometime soon. Hopefully. Maybe. Before you explode your serpentine belt. But really, like, what's the worst that can happen? You explode your serpentine, your serpentine belt, belt explodes. Explodes. You, you lose your power steering. You don't have power steering. You don't have. You don't have a water pump, so your car overheats All and right. then the engine goes out. All right, water pump. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what happened with the FJ. Is it the water pump is bad? Hooked up to that too. Something that makes the engine overheat. We had uh, a serpentine blow, serpentine belt blow up on Jamie's old Volkswagen. There was a secondary belt that blew up. So I feel like her water pump on that car, it wasn't as big a deal because we then... So it just <laughs> wasn't charging the battery. Yeah. There was no power steering. Yeah. And... uh. 
we were like four hours from home, but I was with some friends. We were on this Volkswagen cruise up to uh, Leavenworth, Washington. You yeah. Ever, you ever been up there? Never. It's a old German-looking town. Heard of it. It's a, uh, beautiful up there. But uh, so this thing blew up as we're driving back. The belt just exploded, and it uh, it screwed up the air conditioning pump or whatever. Hmm. I think that seized up, causing the belt to explode. Okay. So then we're like, okay, yeah, no problem. We'll just drive home. And as we're driving, the battery's getting lower and lower. And you need, you can go pretty far without, you need that alternator. Right. And the systems were like slowly shutting down on the dash. It'd be like battery, whatever, low level. And then it'd be like turning off this thing, turning off this thing. Oh, it was like a fancy car. It's, it was a. With computers and stuff. With computers and stuff. And then it was like, okay pull over and then it wouldn't accelerate anymore oh so we're just like pulled over to the side and my friend pulled up behind us and uh we just swapped batteries <laughs> kept going and uh turned out what was causing the most draw was the headlights oh so i just unplugged on that car you can't turn them off so uh. we just unplugged the headlights and drove all the way back to portland and swapped back batteries with my friend. Then it was nice and charged up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we drove around for a couple more weeks. We we're no, we had to get it fixed. Okay. Pay fourteen hundred dollars to oh. get that air conditioning pump. I was considering just Jamie. Do you really need air conditioning? You don't need AC. I mean, we get this fixed. We just delete that AC, and you know, be good to go. But that was, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be doing that pulley before uh, it breaks. Yeah. I should get that ordered now or find out if they have that part. I had one of those similar stories. I had my old Chevy Cavalier. Your 1988 Chevy Cavalier wagon? Yeah. It was, uh, the, the serpentine belt went out, but it was the same kind of a thing where it apparently didn't run everything. Because the car ran fine for weeks. I mean, weeks. I just didn't have power steering, which you don't need power steering. They had power steering in 1988? <laughs> yeah. I didn't have power steering. There's like something else. And I was like, well, I get it fixed when I get it fixed. It still works. Yeah, we're good. And uh, yeah, a couple weeks later, changed out that serpentine belt, got the power steering back. I also went for a very long period of time in Portland with no windshield wipers at some point. Apparently, that was just a fuse, and uh, I was- In that car, you were just yeah, like- I was just driving with no windshield wipers. But you know what happens? You got to wait for it to rain a little bit more, and then you can see through the window. Yeah. It's Once the rain starts to flow, it's when you get to that little spray, it's really annoying. I paid the folks at uh, what used to be Oil Can Henry's, is now called Valvoline. Uh, I paid them to put in some new windshield wipers. Okay. Whatever. I probably, Did you get the premium or the less than premium? I don't know. Okay. They, uh, they were go mine were going bad, causing some streakage, and uh, not the good kind, and... Uh, 
And then they were like, hey, can we replace those? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then they replaced them. And there was still a streak across after they put the new ones in. And they were like looking at it and being like, I don't know why it's causing that streak. I think they were new people mm-hmm. doing that. And they were like looking at me like I like. And I was like, uh, I mean. No, nah, I put the old ones back. I was like, I, it's fine. Like, I don't know. They were just going to just, it was like a standoff between me and them to see who would crack first. Like what there was a little streak and they're like, that's weird. There's still this streak there. Um, uh, hmm. And I'm like, I just wanted to leave. I was like, I don't care. It's better than it was. Let me me leave. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, and the lady gave me some advice. She said. What I like to do is get some of that Rain-X. Oh. Yeah. You don't even need wipers after that. And I was like, why didn't you tell me this 10 minutes ago? <laughs> I could have just got a bottle of Rain-X yeah. and driven around with no wipers. Yeah. Well, Dan, you know what time it is. Yep. It's uh, what is it? It's uh, 8.56 p.m. Now it's time for a little thing we like to call... What's happening, Dan? So I've been continuing to organize my garage. You made a joke to me. It wasn't a joke. Well, you said something that you assumed I would never do. Well... Like you do often. I give you all the ideas that I have. I give them to you <laughs> with hopes that you'll do them. And usually I just take them, wad them up, throw them in the trash where they belong. Usually. <laughs> usually. Okay. But this one. Uh-huh. You said that I should take that pegboard and last paint week, it. Last week you put up pegboard. Yeah. Everybody knows I got pegboard now. That's This is this is common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you you told me, take that pegboard and paint it. Paint it. You said paint it Makita blue, green, aquamarine, whatever it is. And uh, so that's exactly what I did. I went and I got a gallon of Makita colored paint. I got a little tiny quart of black. And I painted a big giant blue in the middle and did like a two inch black border all the way around the outside and I ordered a sign like you know how they're like the size of a street sign or whatever four by 12 maybe little uh-huh. little street sign and it's like the Makita logo like a little metal sign and I painted a black box in the middle like centered it nice and neat and I I measured it out so it should the sign actually arrived at my house um but i haven't been home yet Mm -hmm. today so the sign should sit right in the middle with a nice two inch black border around it of that little makita little red makita white lettering it's that garage is coming together man yeah once once i move everything it was all nice and clean and then i moved all the cleaned stuff out of the way so i could paint this giant pegboard because it's like 12 12 feet feet. it's like an eight foot section and like a four foot section 
or so. And uh, you had put stuff on. Did you put stuff on, take a picture, and then take all the pegs off? And I took a picture. Yep. Then I took everything off. Mm-hmm. Then I painted I took a bunch of pictures, but yeah. Perfect. These can all be up on our Instagram, maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. If you go to Afterwork Pod, you can see Dan's uh, progress of his pegboard picks, maybe. Not yet, but if maybe you by the time you hear eventually. this. Yeah. It'll go up there. It's not there right now as we're recording this, and it probably won't be up later when I post it, but someday. Someday. Maybe. Someday. Afterwork Pod. At after work pod, yep. So now I got to figure out. I want to put some of my Makita tools right in the middle under that logo. Because I figure if I put that Makita logo there, I, I better have some Makita tools there. Yeah, and my wrenches definitely aren't Makita. What if you just uh, got Sharpies? We got a Sharpie and just Sharpied all your uh, wrenches with a Makita logo on <laughs> red Sharpie. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. I my I was showing my dad was over and I was showing him my tools that I had on my pegboard before all this stuff got painted. And he instantly looks at my wrenches. Oh. So this one I, looks pretty familiar right here. <laughs> no, no, not, not that. It's Jim on the back engraved. No, I do have a lot of tools that have engraved initials on them, but they're not his. And I have a set of older Craftsman wrenches uh-huh. in the SAE, you know, standard. Mm-hmm. And then I, because I didn't have a set of metric wrenches, because I inherited a bunch of them, I didn't have metric. So I bought a set of Tecton, made in America, lifetime warranty, Tecton. You can buy them on Amazon. You can buy them in stores. They're around. I saw. I thought maybe it was like an Amazon only brand, but it's not. It's I saw it in some stores, and you know, from what I can tell, they're pretty nice, good quality. But he immediately looks at it and he's like, "What are those? <laughs> like, that's not. That's not craftsman. What is this cheap tool you have here on your wall?" I was like, "No, it's American, and it's it's got a lifetime warranty." I swear, <laughs> it is in America. Yeah, assembled in America. No, made in America lifetime warranty. I don't like when it's like assembled in America, like all the hard work was done outside of the country and they ship it in. What about your phone that says it was designed in California? Designed in California. And if you ask it, if you say, if I say it right now, it'll, it'll, if I said, hey, Siri, uh, where are you made? And then it says, I can't tell you that. Uh It's a secret. Can't or won't. Yeah, exactly. I don't want it because it. <laughs> when I do that, then it sends. Uh, then they come looking for the, you. It sends uh, Steve Jobs a, a email from beyond the grave. Yeah. That I'm talking about him. I don't know. Got a lot of unread emails. Uh, so I also have Tecton is a good company, Jim. I don't know. He just the way he said it. He just immediately looked and he's like, "What are those?" I was like, "Oh man, he's Boy. a snap on. He's a snap on guy." Yeah, he is. He's a he's a professional mechanic. I mean, uh, he uh, you know he may have some snap on tools. He's almost retires. When he retires after in after work project after work yeah after retirement you do have a job. Or Ooh. You did have a job. 
only in retirement can a member of Project Afterwork have a job. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I only did one thing this weekend, I think, that I can remember, that Uh-oh. I can recall. Besides uh, finishing the commission of a curse word made out of wood that I have here in front of me uh, that I'll be sending out to my friend in Kentucky. Uh, and it, well, the word rhymes with Tucky. Uh, but I finally did it, Dan. I did it. I remember, th- remember two years ago. Wait, 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 it doesn't. Uh, remember two years ago. That's a bunny. Uh, okay. What? Remember two years ago. No, I put up this awesome Christmas tree on the side of my house. I think this was during podcast times. I do remember. And it took me until late April to take those Christmas lights down. Yep. And my wife said to me, she said, you're on probation. <laughs> you get a one-year ban of putting up Christmas lights. And I said, all right, I, you know what? I deserve that. I deserve that one-year ban. And I took that ban I like a gentleman. <laughs> One year off of Christmas lights. Uh-huh. We did put up that inflatable Santa Claus riding a helicopter, but that's... Yeah, that's not lights. Not not lights. And then this year, I went wild. I went buck wild. I put up, uh, what, 20... No, it's like 5,000 LED lights in my front yard, and I've had them on from November until this last weekend. 24-7. 24-7. <laughs> literally 24-7. I... I probably could have got one of those timers, and yeah. I have one. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't plug it into it. Uh, but I was like, oh, they're LEDs. But my electric bill has been much higher <laughs> for these past four months. Couldn't be the hot tub in the cold weather. Yeah, couldn't be that. Uh, it's definitely those lights. But I took down the lights. Yay. Half of the strands were like halfway burned out and wrapped around the tree. I went... I went like climbed up in the tree and I like wrapped them all around mm. and I was like, mm, I don't want to spend the time it's going to take to actually unwind those from the tree. Yeah. So I just got my, I just got my clippers. I just got my snips out. Cut that tree down. Okay. Just cut that tree down right into the garbage. Threw it away with the lights. Yeah. Yeah. And I just cut the lights off the tree. All right. Easy, and just right into the garbage can. And then the other 10 strands, it was oh my. It was 20 strands of lights. That's a lot, a lot of lights. And uh, the other 10 strands were easier, but uh, I took them down and I did not properly wind them up. I uh, just took them and I put them in a tub and just shoved them all in there. That's so usually just, how I put away Christmas lights. It's just a big old bundle, bundle of rat's nests of Christmas lights. Yeah. So uh, here comes this coming November, December. I'm either going start to- Start in October. Yeah, I should probably start a little earlier unwinding. It might take me a month to unwind all those. This coming November, I'm going to look at that thing and I'm going to be like, ah- Nah, I'll just buy new lights. <laughs> just throw that I whole tote like, away. I feel like I spent a hundred plus dollars on Christmas lights, got four months of enjoyment out of them, and if it comes to it, 
I'm willing to sacrifice and just throw them all away. Just buy a new it. set. It's worth it. It's worth it for, or I mean, it sounds like, you know how people complain about straws working their way into the ocean? <laughs> Imagine yeah, yeah. 500 feet of Christmas lights. Yeah. I mean, those are eventually just going to be out there in the Pacific gyre. Just for, yeah. if somebody plugs those in, it's going to be a festive gyre. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Is that the garbage Some electric patch? eels out there. Mm. Is that the garbage patch that's floating yeah. around? Yeah, the garbage patch. Uh, is that where the garbage patch kids come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them cabbage patch, cabbage patch kids, no, and garbage d- pail, garbage pail, garbage pail kids had that, a baby, right? and they're on the garbage patch. Anyway, uh, but lights are down now. My front yard. You drove up. So dark out there. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting lights. Just like pointed up at my trees to light up my trees at night. Mm-hmm. Just Those so nice accent lights. Yeah. Should I just do that? Yeah. Because it has been like kind of like with it being lit up, not having, not that I do worry about people roaming around in my yard, but it would be much easier if it was. They were swayed because it was a very, very well lit front yard. Very well. And now it's just like there's two lights out there that barely light up the stairs. Yeah. And like ninjas could be just out there just wandering around. And I wouldn't even be able to see them, Dan. It's Not true. at all. It's true. They're black ninja outfits and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. They're silent. They walk silently. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to have to do something about that. Maybe put up some ninja traps. I like the accent light pointed at your tree. The neighbors across the street just moved in, house sold over there. And I think the guy, he's got like a a landscaping truck. Okay. So I think he either owns or works for a landscaping company. And by judging by the other cars in the driveway, he may own it. Uh, and they, so they did all this work on the, on the lawn. It looks immaculate. It's great. Mm-hmm. looks one of the nicest yards in the in the neighborhood now. Uh oh, making you look bad. No, not that. I mean, one not of the nicest. Nice. Okay, but uh, <laughs> top two, <laughs> top top two. But they have this big fireplace right in the front of the house, like you know, one of those uh, stone fireplace uh, stone uh, chimneys. Uh huh. That's like four feet across or whatever. And it goes up, and they they put in some accent lights right in the front, so it illuminates that, but it doesn't like shine in their window, you know. Mm. So it's just just right, so that it shines on that only, and it looks really nice at night. I'm gonna have to look into it. Maybe I'll I'll definitely hook that up to a. If it's something I'm having year round, I will probably put a light light sensor or a light sensor timer timer. Yeah. Or just one that kicks on when it gets dark. Yeah. Light, light, yeah. Light yeah. sensor. Photovoltaic. Photo, 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 photo sen- exactly. sen- sensitive. Photovoltaic sensor. Photo sensitive. Is what I was going to say. Well, Dan, uh, that's all I got for the around the house. Um, hmm, one more thing. Uh, nope. Nope. Just keep my hot tub in uh, tip top. It's uh, going well out there. Still waiting. I, what, I got two and a half months until the real hot tub shows up. 
Ooh, big news on the side of my house bunker that we talked about almost a year ago. Yeah, I remember. Things are, things are moving along. I've done absolutely nothing uh, in, since the collapse. Since the collapse, since mm-hmm. the nine, I think ten months since I had the side of my house dug out. You can go back and Brooks dreams of bunker or something like that where we talked about me building a bunker on the side of my house. I remember when it was just you and me with shovels, and I took some of that dirt. The good dope days. That was dumb. That would have taken forever. Can you imagine if I would have had the truck back then? Oh, man. I could have loaded up an entire truck full. A whole truck full instead of just a couple of scoops in the back of the old FJ. Yeah. Will we get any emails this week, Dan? Uh, let me just double check here. Nope. Oh, dang it. If you'd like to send in an email to the show and tell us why you hate Tom Brady or any other thing you want to say to us, maybe like, uh, Dan, uh, I hear you've changed your oil on your truck. That's pretty cool. I, I, I'm overwhelmed thinking about doing that. Should I do it myself? And you'd be like, yeah, it's pretty easy. Hmm. Very easy. That could be an email from you, fan, or Jim, if you want to talk about uh, those those tools that you still cringe when you hear that your son has hanging up on his wall. Just <laughs> and tell us what your brand is, Jim. What is, is Snap-on? Oh, Snap-on. <laughs> yeah. I have two Snap. I have a screwdriver, a flathead screwdriver, and a, and a Phillips head screwdriver. Each of which cost you $50. No, somebody gave them to I me. know. They, those are like the cheapy ones that they give away when you buy a set of tools, maybe. They, yep, that's exactly it. Uh, somebody, when you buy stuff from Snap-on, they'll throw in a screwdriver. Yeah. But it's like chrome-plated. It's the junk version. But it looks so fancy. Yeah. I don't want to hurt have it up on a shrine in my garage anyways uh thanks for listening and we'll see y'all next time after work